This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. I hope you got to enjoy the last few episodes, which were a compilation of my 2019 guests. If you didn't get to listen to them, go back. It was a lot of fun putting those together, and I hope you enjoy them. But happy 2020 or whatever year you're listening to this podcast. I'm excited to kick off the new year with this episode specifically because it's my cousin and I don't treat her any differently than any other guest, but she just launched her side hustle. Katrina's day job is working as a product development merchandiser, and by night, her side hustle is tinying up. She is an interior decorator. It's really cool seeing what she does. Follow her on Instagram. It's tinying up, but she just launched, and she talks about how being a mom made her realize she could basically do anything. This is Katrina's story. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Okay, so today is a Side Hustlers first for a few reasons. I am in my guest's house, which I've never done. And I have my cousin, Katrina, on the podcast. Hi, Hi. Katrina. 
Good morning. Good morning. Is it morning? It is morning. I don't even know. It's still morning. So you are very new at your side hustle. Yes. And how new is it? It's new in the sense that I'm showing it to other people, but right. I've kind of been doing it for, I guess, a couple years now, mostly with family, though. I'm going to say it's remodeling. Am I? Is that what you would call it? Sort of. It's kind of like it alludes to the name. So tidying up, meaning like little changes to make oh. a big update. Huh. But yeah. Clever. <laughs> tidying up, little changes, yeah. big update. I love yeah. that. I was going to do littling up, but you know, you go back and forth with the name. Yeah. I've been remodeling my house. So that kind of is where those pictures come from a lot online. But I did a little bit on my sis- in my sister's house, and that was redoing what already existed and new interior. So we need to like backtrack a little bit, though, because not only is this your side hustle, mm-hmm. but you have a baby who is under a year old. Yes. There, I just have so many questions. Like you could have started this three years ago. I know. You know, I I don't know if everyone feels this way, so I'll speak for myself. But after having her, it was like this revelation that I was walking this world with like doing nothing. And I was like, hold on a second. I just had a baby. I've always kind of wanted to do something on the side. I've always wanted to work for myself. Now I can do this. Like I just had a baby. (laughs) I can do this. I I made a human. How hard could this be? And I'm currently nursing, so there's a lot of downtime or morning time or pumping time while I'm at my day job. So it was easy to kind of start to learn about what to do or think about what to do or have an idea of where I want to go with it or who my market is. And so that was actually a lot easier and helped, whereas before I could never find the time, whereas now I was almost forced to have the time. That's crazy. I never thought about that, that, you know, when you're nursing, because clearly I've never done that, but (laughs) you have this time, like you're sitting there, you could be reading, I'm sure what's a lot of people do, but Mm -hmm. you use it to start this next chapter of your life. Right. So what is your, you don't have to say where you work, but what is your day job? How does it tie into your side hustle? The titles are always a little all over, but my title is a merchandising product development manager. So basically what I do is create product or design for seasonal, like we call it cheap and cheerful. It's more like, you know, the party city, Target, Walmart, that kind of stuff. So across all categories, headbands, hair goods, pillows, novelty. It's really Whoa. run the game, jewelry, makeup, everything. I started to recently get into a little bit more impulse in work. We do home. What does in- impulse mean? Impulse is more like the checkout stuff, like oh. on your way. You're the reason that I buy random potato chips at TJ yeah. Maxx. Yes, and you're the reason <laughs> I have a job, so thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of what I do. I work in the fashion space wow. and the trend space, so this is kind of a natural transition yeah. for me. I love the home side of things. In work, we have to design the showrooms, and you pretty much have all the product on the floor, and then you have to put it on the wall to make it look aesthetically pleasing. That's cool. That's kind of like what this is too. So I love getting different pieces from a different places, yeah. a million different price points, and then making one really great room. So let's talk about exactly what you do, because so far you've just said that you make small changes for people. Right. So let's talk about what exactly you do, because I know when you were pregnant with your daughter, you were like remodeling things or refurbishing things for her nursery. Right. So I was kind of dabbling. I've done a couple, thanks to my husband, he's amazing. I've done a lot of remodeling 
or re-finishing with him. We would love to do more. But again, the, he doesn't breastfeed, so time is not <laughs> on his side. Time. But <laughs> little things here and there, like for her nursery, I found a crib that someone had and I refinished that and painted it so that I could have it in her room the way I wanted it. But I redid her room as well. Like when we got, we had just moved into the house. So I redid her nursery. He painted it and that was refinished. And then we just refinished a table. But right now I'm kind of trying to get my bearings and see, I love to refinish, but I love to redesign as well so i have to kind of pick a lane yep and focus and at least then in the go. beginning absolutely yeah so you're saying people can come to you if they're like hey i have this old table i want to make it new again right that for sure but but mostly what it, it is is more interior design so if they're like all right i'm about to have a baby and i have like this small room that's white walls mm-hmm. you'll sit down with them and do what so i'll sit down with them kind of get an idea of uh what their design aesthetic is. I always say that I want to go to the house because it's extremely important to see how you dress and what your space looks like. If it's super comfortable, not that I'm judging what you've designed already, but if your space is very comfortable, then that probably will translate into the nursery as well. So pretty much that's what I do. I'll go in, I'll meet with somebody. We kind of have an idea of what we want everything to look like. I'll tell them a little bit of what I'm thinking. On a pre-call, kind of go through some of that stuff and then Mm -hmm. I'll come with some preparation. And then I'll go back and put a couple design aesthetics together. So, you know, a crib with a couple elements that I think How do you you use a program for that? I use PowerPoint right now. I'm a, I know. No, it's cool though. old school. But right now I I just feel like It doesn't, because it doesn't matter on your end as long as the person sees all the things laid out. Like you could have told me I use word art, like whatever. Right, it's exactly. And you know what? Right now it's the most comfortable for me. So as soon as I start to get a little bit more momentum, then I think I'll switch to a different program. I'm researching them now. I'm not computer savvy, so I have to figure all of that out. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing and it's been working. So we kind of go back and forth. I have a client now. Mm. The good thing is you learn a lot with with the new business or with starting something new very quickly. So yeah, yeah, so it's it's great to kind of have that, okay, wait, I did that. I should have done this. Oh, make sure I put this in. Oh, that was a disclaimer. Oh, I thought she said she would like modern, but she didn't. So now I have to rework, you know, and it's all a learning experience, which is great for me. So then when you decide on, okay, they want this kind of aesthetic or they like these colors, do you physically go to their house and you paint? So... It depends. I've done it two ways so far. One was where basically it was an extremely hands-off approach. I picked everything out. Can you do this for my house? Thank you. Yes, I can. Absolutely. (laughs) I did everything. I picked everything out. I ordered everything and brought it here. And then my husband and I went in and we painted. He put everything together and hung everything up. And then she walked, it was a nursery and she walked in done completely done that That's was the way cool. it was yeah that was nice i i actually prefer that because what i see in my head is never going to 100% translate to you especially even if you're just explaining it to exactly, someone exactly yeah so it's hard to say please trust me i've got this yeah and let somebody trust you so the way that it comes out i could never explain it that way and then you see it and you're like wow okay this looks great yeah. But the way that I'm doing it right now, client that I have, she prefers to buy everything, which is 
completely fine also. So what I do is I put together a spreadsheet for her with the pricing, the links and everything. And then she goes on, she buys everything. And now she's right now having it all delivered. I picked out the paint. She's having a painter come in. She's getting all the big ticket items. And then I'll go and do little accessories here and there. Yeah. So you're not only doing nurseries though. No. So originally I had started focusing on nurseries and then... Well, that's because what you were doing right, too. Right, yeah. And yourself. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great. This is this is what I want to do. I love doing nurseries. I think that people give you a lot more liberties. And I think there's a lot more cute, like you can be warm. playful, yeah. Yeah, like it's a lot more fun. But I've had a couple people come to me about other spaces. So... In my head, I was like, this doesn't make sense to just stick with nurseries. A lot of our friends already have their couple of kids. So it wouldn't make sense to start there and branch out through people Mm -hmm. I know. So um, moving into other rooms was just made more sense. So you're located in New Jersey. Obviously, you're not really going to travel across the country yet. Not yet. To go HGTV (laughs) style. We'll get there one day. Right. So people who are listening to the podcast, they can reach out to you. Absolutely. And you can do it digitally. Absolutely. I would just need a picture of the room and then... Measurements, I'm assuming. Measurements, of course. I've been seeing a couple different Instagrams that have done or do this through online. And they do the space and then they FaceTime you as you're building. They FaceTime you as you're hanging. They FaceTime you as as the process That's is cool. going along. And I think that helps a lot. I'm I'm extremely visual. Yeah. So I need to see it coming together. I can't just say, put that there. You know, we have to hold it with 14 different hands, 15 <laughs> different ways to know that the first way right. was the right way, you know, so. Okay, so you just mentioned looking at other Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, how are you learning this space? Now, obviously you're not like, copying them because right. your vision is your vision right but the business style we all like i'll look to other podcasts the yes. same way as like all right how do they run their business how are you finding these other businesses so some of it is stumbling upon some of it is following and finding a tag and then following that person following another yep. person i listened to a couple podcasts to start it to get everything going, what my shoulds and should nots. I actually, and what kind of podcast were they? It was how to start your own interior design business. Like That's crazy. super basic. Yeah. And I got so many good tips from there. There's people who could be listening to you right now. That, that would be so cool. One day. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the name, you know, there were little things like she, one of the podcasts I was listening to, she was like, everybody wants this cute, catchy name. But the most important thing that people remember is your name. Yeah. So if you don't have your name attached, then they're going to say, remember that, that thing that you saw that one Mm. who who was that again you know so it's important to brand yourself before you brand your business I think so Katrina is your name let's make sure everyone knows (laughs) so yeah so I I feel like I should have maybe done more with that you know my no I I think it's cute I think tinying up will stick right and this is me working with a ton of small businesses over the last two years I feel like there are very few people who have their own name in the title and they just make sure that you are the face of the business, though. You mm. have to make sure of that. And I think that's important that you make sure that people know that you are the person behind this and there is a human attached to this business because right. that's a lot of time where things get lost. We forget that there are people behind this and it's right. not just like a machine 
in today's world, when you can prove you're a person doing something, it means so much more to someone. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. Yeah, and and actually, I I have a couple of friends who could, because I'm sort of in this space already in my day job, who are doing side hustles very similar in the cool. creative world. So she had tagged me in a follow back Monday. And the post was about introducing yourself and building your network. And I realized that I I had started the Instagram, but I had never introduced yep. myself. And I was like, this is crazy. I've, it's been a month, a month and a half now. And I have no pictures, no reason. You know, I've been changing my bio underneath a million times. <laughs> so I was like, let me just introduce myself and let you know, this is me. This is who I am. I'm, I'm not just some cute, like you said, yeah. computer generated program. And I actually felt a lot more confident after doing that. I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, so good to meet you. It made such a big difference. You should do that, I think, pretty often. I just did it last January. No, what year? Okay, a year ago now. I'm like, (laughs) what year is this? My friend Nicole had been on this podcast and she had said, you've never introduced yourself on Instagram to me. And I was like, well, people have to know it's me. Who else would it be? And she's like, no, I bet you have followers from all over who just saw a hashtag and started following you and don't even know you're on the radio. And I did that and I told my whole story and there were people that were like, oh, I didn't know you started in New York or I didn't know this. And I was like, I got to do this more often. Right. Which it's so weird to do sometimes. Yeah. Put yourself out there and say who you really are or whatever it is. Right. But like you said, it made such a difference, at least for you. Mm-hmm. Think about the people following you who are like, oh, that's this girl. Oh, right. she's from New Jersey. Oh, right. she's just like me. Whatever it may be. And they attach to that. Yeah, and, and that was the other thing. I A couple people that I was following, I had noticed I didn't know where they were from. So I was like, oh, this is, I, I can't tell, you know, if I wanted to do a collaboration with them down the line, mm-hmm. is this possible? I mean, it's possible anywhere, anywhere in today's age. But if I wanted to do physically do it, I, I don't know where half of them are. So I want to make sure that I figure out a way to tell yeah. people that's where I'm located. Have you started any relationships like that with other people through Instagram or where anywhere? Not yet. I think I need to build a little more confidence before oh, I do that. <laughs> I feel like I'm like they're going to be like, "Who are you? I don't know anything about you." You know, but a, a little bit with that follow back Monday, I feel like that was such a huge like so what, eye what opening event. Do? So she she just has every Monday. I'm pretty sure she posts and says follow back Monday. Tag other empowering women or women that inspire you, and. A friend of mine tagged me, so I tagged a couple more friends. You're supposed to introduce yourself, tag a couple more people, and then you follow the people that are in line with what your vision is. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So I was like, that's a great idea. And maybe doing a a couple little things like that to engage audience would help as well. So last June, you and I were at our cousin's wedding. And I remember it was right before you were about to go back to work, to your day job after having your baby. And I was sitting there with you and you actually started tearing up because you were like, (laughs) I don't want to leave her. And I I remember saying to you, but she's going to be so much better of a person because she has a mom to look up to. Mm -hmm. And then you decided to do, like, it's crazy to think that you're like, no, I want to be home with her. But how important was it for you to go back to work? I think there's a lot of things I didn't realize when I had her. I never realized how much I wanted to be a mom. And I love you. You can cry. It's okay. There have been a few people who've cried on the podcast at this point. She changed me for the better. Yeah. And I just feel like I want to give this kid the world. Like she gave me the world. Mm -hmm. I want to give it back. And I, I feel like going to work, not that I don't love my job, but I had kind of realized that I think there's more to what I'm supposed to be doing. 
And maybe that was like the push that I needed awesome. from her, which was great. And I've had a lot of moms. I did a whole month of moms in May okay. of last year. I was annoyed because I had I met so many amazing moms who had their own businesses. But I was like, but they're not side hustles because they're quote unquote stay at home moms. And I was like, you know what? This is a side hustle because you are your day job is being a mom. So yeah. through the month of May for Mother's Day, I did that. And so many women said the same thing you just said, like, after having a kid, I needed to either find my sense of identity or mm-hmm. or I realized I wasn't happy with my day job and I decided to leave because I wanted to be happier and I had this new life and all this stuff. So you're not alone in that. Yeah. It's it's crazy hearing you say that. And I know you mm-hmm. hearing you say that and knowing that there were so many other women who went through it. If I hadn't had her and someone said that, I would be like, that's nice. But now <laughs> that like I've had her, I, nice. I get it. I'm like, okay, this this makes sense. Like this, I don't know what it is. I, yeah. I really don't. But for me, it was it was a complete eye-opening event. I'm, and not that I wouldn't love to be home with her. I just think personally for me, I'm a better mother yeah. when I'm doing more things that I feel better for our family. Absolutely. And then one day she can join the family business. Right. And you can be <laughs> the HGTV show. What is it? Good Bones. But you could do yeah. tidying up. We'll figure out how to add her name yeah, to it at yeah. some point. But you've always kind of been into this. Like yes. when did that start? When did your the bug or the love for remodeling and, and fashion and design start? So I, I used to have this Barbie program. <laughs> As all good things start. I think I had this too. Yes, Wait. it was like a fashion. Yes, Barbie yeah, fashion designer. Yeah, Barbie fashion designer. And you could make your own clothes. You could and design print your own clothes. Oh, yeah. And I remember, oh my God, I used to love this one skirt had polka dots with purple and lime green polka dots. That was like my thing. Like I, I was like, this is big time. Like I am going to be runway with this. And I, I think I always loved that creative outlet. My dad used to do interior design for office buildings. Yeah. I feel like he kind of inspired me as yeah. well. Like oh, I was he like, would always draw and with, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Of, yeah. yeah, and he would des- do interior design for s- some family members. Nothing too extreme, but like a couple people here and there because he really was more office space. But I feel like I had it in me and I was like, you know what, this is a great transition and I really love doing it. So Barbie fashion designer to tinying up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do anything in college in that? I was, I went to FIT. I went, well, first I went to ASU for biochemistry. For partying. (laughs) Yeah, the chemistry of cocktail mixing. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what, this really isn't for me. I really do want to be in the fashion world. So I went to FIT and I studied product development and then international trade. And actually, I wanted to stay on the science side of fashion. Yeah, and stay with, um, you know, testing uh, fabrics and making cool. new fabrics, and which I still really love. But the creativity in designing a product or what I really do is I, I c- come up with the direct design direction and then a designer designs based on the direction that I give. And then to see it actually executed, yeah. to work with the factories – and then to be on the street and see someone wearing it is like, even if it's some stupid headband with tinsel, it really is <laughs> so coolest. cool. Yeah. Well, you've always like, you've always been fashionable. Like to me, like you would always wear things that I'd be like, why? Did, I didn't think of that. Oh, thank you. And you've always been like that. And it's cool now seeing you actually do what you love. Right. And it's so early on that like in a year, I almost want to like sit down with you again to kick off 2021 and see where you're at. I hope so. Oh, that would be amazing. That's what I always think. Like, where will I be in a year? You know, like, where am I going to be in four months? Where am I going to be tomorrow? You know, you don't know. So that's the 
other exciting You just part. have to focus on now though. Like right. don't, don't get ahead of yourself. But as I say that, I do want to ask the question of, is there an end goal? Like, do you have a, this is what I want my company to be? I would love to be able to leave my day job and do this full time. That would be ideal. And have, you know, a couple clients that maybe are regular clients, but have some new people that I can branch mm-hmm. out to, or, you know, maybe a different area. I, you know, I, we're in, I'm in Passaic, we're in Passaic County now, but Bergen County is like the Bergen County yeah, it's New, like, New Jersey. It's like the gem. So to be able to have a name for myself in Bergen yeah. County would be huge for me. I know that's so small town, but I, I think that would open a lot more doors. No, it's so for, for now that's, that's the, but goal. that's smart. You have to have, you have to have big goals and little goals because mm-hmm. you'll never get anywhere if you aren't like getting the little things, but having a big goal is amazing, but don't get ahead of yourself. Like, right. I mean, keep in mind at the end of the day, yeah, you love this, but it's a side hustle. So mm-hmm. it can grow just as it grows. You don't have to stress about it. I feel like I'm sitting here giving you advice. I've just heard so many people <laughs> tell no, me I their stories. It. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy to see what, of course, put everything into it. But it's so cool for me to see all these people how, like I hear their stories about this point of their thing, but I don't get to live it with them like I am with you now. Yeah. So they'll come on the podcast like, oh, 10 years ago when I started and it's now that's their full-time job and I'm with you and it's like, it's just starting. So I want people to follow you and support you because also you do have a cute Instagram. Like it's pretty. Thank it's you. It's not like one of those <laughs> annoying Instagrams. So it's <laughs> tinying up. Yes. T-I-N-Y-I-N-G mm-hmm. up. Yes. Now where do you get like a lot of the content, obviously stuff that you've done. Right. But where do you get the other content? Because I know you're posting stuff that you didn't do. Right. I try to go with a theme if I can. If not, again, it's like one of those things where I, I'm, at, I'm up at five pumping and I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to post that day. And I'll be looking through my photos from years past to try to see if I can find something. And I'll see something that I screenshotted mm-hmm. that I loved. So I'll go back to that Instagram. And as I'm going through that page, I see something that I love even more. So yeah. I'll screenshot and I'll retag it like that. And you obviously give the person credit. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so where do you find the stuff that you are like, how you did, you said your daughter's crib, mm-hmm. you redid it. Do you, if does someone come to you and say, hey, I need you to refinish this for me? Or are you like diving into like consignment shops? I think eventually, yes. To avoid divorce, no. <laughs> so I, I've i tried to try to bring home some pieces of uh, my furniture <laughs> and I've gotten shut down. So I think right now, if somebody has, like I know my mom has some furniture right. that she wants to kind of do as well. So we were thinking about doing that. But um, yeah, if somebody had and they wanted to bring it, that of course would be the route right now. Also, the light that we are sitting under is oh, the I coolest light ever. I know. Lulu and Georgia, they are amazing, amazing, amazing. I love so them. So it's like, what are they, tassels? You tassels, explain it, okay? Because yeah. I am bad They're, at the design a, thing. It's a three-tier tassel and it has this beautiful antique gold coloring it's just it's amazing it's so much fun it's It's, cool and we had this terrible black like leaf one when we first moved in here that my husband would always hit his head and so I I was like this is perfect it's soft if he hits his head it won't hurt and it's so cute it is very cute I love it yeah (laughs) okay so go support my cousin Katrina not just because she's my cousin but because (laughs) I really believe in what she's doing it's tinying up on Instagram. Thank you for being here. I love you. I'm proud of you. Thank well, you. Love you. Thank you for letting me in your house to do this <laughs> podcast.
Go support Katrina, not just because she's my cousin, but because she's awesome and she's kicking ass and I'm excited to support her and watch this whole journey of her. So it's tinying up, T-I-N-Y-I-N-G up. I am Carla Murray. You can follow me on Instagram at the Carla Murray. You can reach out to me, Side Hustlers Podcast at Gmail with any and all questions, comments, concerns, guest ideas. If you want to be a guest, sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, rate and review this podcast. It helps so much when you do this. Thank you so much. I'm excited to kick off another new year with you on Side Hustlers. Until next week, keep hustling. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.